Hello and welcome back to Overtime Operators. I am one of your hosts, Casey at Niners Fan Man. Follow me on YouTube. Uh, I am here with the one, the only Daps at Daps Sports. Daps, how you doing today? This uh, most glorious of Tuesday afternoons, uh, post fantasy championships. I guess most most fantasy championships. How yeah, I. I got a win. I got a championship win, which covered all my uh, all my entry fees. I'm up a yes. little bit, so you know, I, you always want to win more. I didn't win my biggest league, which I really wanted to win, but that's okay. I can't, you know, beggars can't be choosers out here. We uh, we got a dub, and we had a really actually great great week of of gambling over here in the Daps family. Man, uh, it is wild in the NFL situation right now we were just talking about uh, at least one game before uh, before we started recording here this week's bets are looking interesting to say the least but let's let's stay on fantasy just for a second do you have any particular heroes you want to shout out uh, to your fantasy roster I'll let you think about that while I just shout out one really quick my season in the league I did come home with a with a trophy as well one out of seven not not particularly great uh only five are money leagues and it was one of the money leagues thankfully. So um, I think I just about backed out to even as well since I was a decent pain league. And I got to shout out Matt Stafford, man. Matt Stafford, although not some crazy performances maybe here in the fantasy playoffs, uh, but I was one of the Justin Herbert led teams. And, you know, if you play regular fantasy weeks, Justin Herbert went down at the beginning of fantasy playoffs. You needed a new QB one for the first round of fantasy playoffs. Um, but you know what? I got to say, even at that time, it felt like a blessing in disguise because Herbert was losing confidence with me every single week at that point. I didn't feel great about him coming in, and I was lucky enough to have saved up my waiver priority. That's a priority league. Got Matt Stafford. I was like third priority, really worried that somebody was going to take him before me, and rode Stafford uh, to the championship. He did good enough. The rest of my team was OP. So, uh, Daps, do you have a fantasy MVP you'd like to throw out there? Uh, for your team yeah shout out kyron williams uh, picked him up super early in at minimum one league maybe two and uh he was just absolutely incredible i think him and jameer gibbs next year are like if i could somehow get those with my one two pick or two three pick depending on what their projections are like i don't know what the fantasy you know guides are gonna put them at like hopefully they're two three second third round picks but you know that might be too too much of a wish wish list for me but those two guys being as young as they are and the performances they had with the offenses offenses that they're on I, I just don't see their production going down next year Kyron Stafford a lot of people had Puka as their fantasy MVP the Rams just kind of a secret little treasure trove of goodies for fantasy football uh probably because of the murkiness around you know especially without Cooper Cup at the beginning of the year a uh, lot of opportunity there, so good for the Rams. All right, let's get into what the show is more about, usually uh, betting, sports betting, as I'm struggling with my window over here. There we go. All right, Daps, do you know how you did last week before I cover our bets? I think I was up 10, something small. Yeah, I had. that's what I got as well. Um, run through yours really quick here. We had, uh, you had Lions. Uh, plus six at Cowboys. That one did hit for $10. Uh, 
Uh, you had the under on Steelers at Seahawks at 41 and a half points. That one did not hit for you. Uh, so that's minus 20. Bengals at Chiefs. You had the under again at 44.5 points. That one did hit for you. So back up 30. And then you hit on your 40 as well. Uh, Dolphins at Rams. You took the Raven or sorry, Dolphins at Ravens. Uh, you took the Ravens minus three. That one did hit as well. Hit by a long, long ways. Um, and then you had Rams minus four and a half at Giants. Uh, that one did not hit, although they did come away with the victory, I believe. Uh, didn't cover for you. So you ended up 10 up on the week. Hey, up is up, right? Up is up, baby. Up is up. We love it. I myself had uh, one of my better weeks on the season, I think. Um, I missed on my $10 bet. I took the Eagles minus 11, uh, hosting the Cardinals. Uh, that one did not hit, so minus 10 right out of the gate for me. I had the Niners minus 13 and a half at Commanders. That one did hit, so up 20. Dolphins at Ravens, I took that same Ravens bet. They covered for us, and that upped me another 30. Raiders at Colts, uh, that one, we uh, we ended up even on the spread, so that one just returned. Uh, Dolphins at Ravens, I took the over on that one, and that one did hit. So the Ravens, I think, hit the over all by themselves. So Ravens playing good football. What do you have to say about the anything particular about the Ravens here, Dabs? Maybe Lamar. We I, I don't want to uh, spoil my, my first bet, but the Ravens are included. What do you have to say about this team? Now clinch the one seed, going to the playoffs, going to be at home the whole way, going to have a bye week. Uh, give us some commentary on the on the Baltimore Football Club. Well, it's it's funny because two weeks ago I was of the opinion that you know this whole playoff run was wide open. There was no clear cut dominant team, and the past two weeks have really changed my my outlook on the playoffs. And it's because the Ravens dominated two of the two best teams in in the NFL. Um, the games were not close. They led the whole time. They're doing it on both sides of the ball. Their defense, I, I don't know if they picked Purdy off three or four times, but it was one of the two, uh, four times, yeah. And, and also, I don't even, I don't. by the way, I don't attribute all those picks to Purdy. I think that there was a couple, maybe one or two picks that weren't his fault. But the Ravens just made incredible plays. There was a play where he, he threw the screen out to the left and it got tipped like, that's just an athletic play. Shanahan calls that play. Purdy really doesn't have anywhere else to go with that ball. He could take the sack, but I don't think in his head he thinks that that ball is going to get tipped in the air like that and then picked off. And then they just completely demolished the team that scored the most points this year, 70 points against the Broncos. The Ravens did that to the Dolphins. And I, I'm not a, I'm a big uh, McDaniels fan, and I, I actually like the Dolphins team. I just don't think they're healthy enough. Tyreek looks a little banged up. Uh, I think Waddle's a little banged up. I think their running backs are a little – they both got – you know, they both been through injuries. Mostert didn't play last week. A-Chan was out for four weeks. So it's like all these, you know, skill players are somewhat hurt, and I don't think that's a, a recipe for success. They're going to have to get super hot early. I think the Bills are going to take them down this week as well. Interesting. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think the Ravens are the hottest team in football. Pretty hard to argue with that take at all. This week, though, week 18 bets, kind of a weird thing in the NFL. Same thing. I, I, I pray for you making the right choices if you somehow find yourself in a fantasy championship week 18. Some leagues have it. 
I know like ESPN leagues, a lot of them are in the second half of a championship uh, game. I don't know, guys. Talk to your commissioner. Change your format. It is tough to play fantasy football in week 18. It's also tough to make bets. So bear with us here. My $10 game, though, I already uh, foreshadowed to it. I'm going to Baltimore. Steelers at Ravens. Ravens getting points against the Steelers, against the team that can't go below 500 with Mike Tomlin at head coach, right? Um, they're getting three and a half points while at home. Clearly, this is an indication that the starters are being benched are being sat whatever you want to call it being rested probably the best term for the playoffs i don't know if i care that the whole second team ravens team comes out they might just wallop the steelers anyway so uh for them to get points at home give me the ravens all day it's my ten dollar bet only because it does feel so weird and trappy uh but yeah like i said i don't even think they need their starters we, we're seeing backup quarterbacks do the job in the nfl the ravens are a good ball club so can't can't go away from the Ravens right now. Daps, who do you have in your $10 spot? Uh, I went with the Bears plus three. Um, they're playing the Packers. The Packers are currently in the playoffs. So, you know, the Bears, I think they already locked up the the first pick in the draft. Mm -hmm. I don't think they want the Packers to, uh, to make the playoffs. I don't think, you know, Chicago wants to see it. I think that Chicago was like two wins away from also being in the playoffs and they had two games where they really could have won. Um, they were chanting Justin Fields in the stands last week. I don't think any fans want them to take Caleb Williams. Yeah. They'd rather have Harrison and a, a solid offensive lineman, which is also, you know, uh, that sounds pretty good. If you're Justin Fields. I, I don't think the offensive, I think the offensive coordinator has to go, but we'll see. I like yeah, the Bears I agree with you. With three Justin points. Fields is not the problem in my mind. Uh, no, nope. it doesn't seem like they can get a competent offensive coordinator in there. I can't remember a Bears team with a competent offense in my lifetime, if I'm being completely honest. Uh, back to the Cutler days, sort of, maybe. Cutler Marshall? I don't know. Anyway, to the $20 round we go. Uh, I'm going to Detroit. The Detroit Lions hosting the Minnesota Vikings. There's a three-point spread on that game. Uh, with the Lions as the favorite, and I'm going to take them here. Uh, I am not 100% sure of all the different playoff scenarios here, so I am kind of taking this one at face value. It is early in the week, uh, this is so a word of caution. Uh, I got to imagine this does affect playoff seeding still, right? No, they're going to win their division anyway, so maybe they're resting their starters. I don't know. This line's pretty close. The Lions are still the favorite. This is week well, 18. I think that I think I was looking at that before. I believe the Lions, if they were to win and the Cowboys were to lose, they would be the That's second seed. Is. So they do have something to play for. Again, maybe uh, maybe some coaches go. We're going to get home field in the the first round. That's all we we can hope for. We'd rather have a well rested team. But if the Lions end up playing the Cowboys, they would have to. They would either play them. In Detroit or in Dallas. Now, I guess you could you could argue that the Lions would play at home, and then whoever won the next game, because they would play at, at as it stands right now, the Lions are going to play the Rams week one. If they were to beat the Rams in the next game, they would also probably get home field. Uh, would there be three games that week, or? Yeah, they, they should get home field in two games, right? Yeah, being the third seed. Uh, actually, no. I think I think they would end up playing the Lions, actually. 
the following oh, week. Yeah, like, the, the Lions, Lions would end up playing the Niners. Yeah. So I guess if if you're Dan Campbell, you're going, no matter what, we got to go into San Francisco the following week. Or maybe no, no, no. That's, that's wrong. That's wrong. Two if, weeks. If, two weeks out. Yeah, that'd be the championship game. I think. If I think that's the only way they could play each other with the one and the three, right? No, no, no. Because the cowboy, if the Cowboys and the Lions both win, mm-hmm. in theory, the Cowboys would stay at home the following week and play their mm-hmm. next game, and the Lions would have to play the Niners. Um, with seven teams in, six, uh, maybe. The, oh, that is. Yeah, I guess that is right. Yeah. That, that does sound right, three, actually. Three, there's three wild card games. So that will produce three winners and then the Niners the following week. So then there will be two games the following week, one of which is yeah, in the Niners San Francisco. will get the low seed. Right. So San Fran's going to end up playing Detroit if Detroit wins. But that's why this game means so much for Detroit is because if they win and Dallas loses, then they would not have to go to San Francisco in the second round. They would have a, a game in Detroit which you would much rather, I mean, you could end up playing the Eagles, the Buccaneers, right? Like mm-hmm. at home round two. And I'd much rather do that than have to go to San Francisco. That doesn't sound fun. So I think uh, in round two, there's still going to be four teams, right? And the, right. the Niners will have the one seed. So if the Lions hold on to the third seed, there has to be a team lower than them still if there's four teams left. So that would be the team that plays the Niners in San Francisco in the second round. Oh, so but then Detroit that, would play still, Dallas. That still applies to playing Dallas. Yeah. They would be playing right. Dallas at, either at home or on the road. So your point is... Right, 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 right. Okay, okay. These are playoff scenarios. This is what we get on a Tuesday when we're still figuring out all the scenarios, too. I just knew they were playing for something based on the odds. It's not like the Baltimore game. So give me the Lions with something on the, the line for sure. Because if you got a potential trip to the NFC Championship game and you got to play the Cowboys either way to get there, you definitely want to do that at home because I think they're destined to be in that spot because I think they will get a win in the playoffs and Dallas will be their true test. And they'll probably lose either way, in my opinion. But that's just one man's opinion. I'm glad we worked through that. Anyway, to recap, I have Lions minus three at home against the Vikes in my $20 spot. Daps, who do you have in your $20 spot? Um, I went with the the Rams, actually. I went with the Rams. Uh, the Rams were plus three. And they're currently sitting in the sixth spot. I think the only change that could happen is if they were to lose and another team wins, that it could potentially be flipped. But the 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 Rams, who do you want to play, I guess, if you're the Rams? Do you want to go into Dallas and play the Cowboys? Or do you want to go into Detroit and play the Lions? Because as of right now, they're playing the Lions. So I, I don't I don't really know who... Who do you think you'd? I mean, that Lions Cowboys game could not have been any closer. Like the teams seem to be as equally matched as they possibly could be. A lot of Detroit fans would argue that the Lions should have won that game. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that that's, you know, a, a a hot take, right, so to speak. So I, I like Los Angeles. Um, they're playing the the Niners in San Francisco right now, and I don't think the Niners have much to play for. Or maybe they do. Maybe no. I don't think the Lions. I think they clinched the the conference, right? 
the Lions have clinched their well, the the Niners have clinched the conference, yes, and the Lions we already talked about uh, in their division. So the Lions do have something to play for. The Rams. So Niners Niners in a similar position to the Ravens, where you rest Christian, you rest, you know, maybe I I'm pretty sure they said Christian's not playing. Maybe yeah, Purdy no, is. McCaffrey is out. Um, I I just Googled it. Um, I was pretty sure anyway. But Shanahan is not a fan of resting most starters. He probably will give like probably Trent Williams. I imagine maybe some of those. Five-year-old yeah. starters they have, uh, but like Purdy should play. I imagine Ayuk, uh, maybe maybe Kittle is like uh, he would be like a borderline for me whether he gets the uh, the week off or not. Uh, so take that for what it's worth. The Niners are a little bit of a wild card this week. Yeah, and I think also as uh, as the the Rams coach as McVay, you can't really plan to win this game. And try to play a team either because if Detroit wins and Dallas loses, Detroit flips, and then they're playing that team. But then if the Rams lose, so everything is contingent on you know what happens on Sunday. So I don't know. Rams plus three seems like a pretty good bet, uh, unless Shanahan plays his guys and the Rams don't play theirs. Then it would be a pretty stupid bet. It's you never know. I for sure there will be some Niners sat, uh, but that is. I believe kind of what the game hinges on as well. Um, I, I also have that game. I'll, I'll wait though. Cause that's in my $40 spot going to the $30 round. Uh, I have another one that, that just feels wrong to me. This is another one situationally. Uh, I'm not 100% sure. I know they have stuff to play for. Uh, I'm going to take the Texans on the road going to Indianapolis and I think the Texans, I mean, they have to win here. They're a bubble team on the playoffs. I think they, uh, according to the NFL right now, they're 46% playoff probability. Uh, they got to win. Uh, these bubble teams, this in-the-hunt kind of section of the playoff hunt, it's it's a mess right now. I'm not going to pretend like I know all the outcomes. There's literally thousands still. Uh, but I know the Texans know that they need to win this week. And beating the Colts is going to help them because I think they would take their spot. Uh, they would certainly have a better record, and the Colts are in the hunt, would be in today, I think, uh, if the season were over, and the Texans would be the first team eliminated right now. So if they can beat them straight up, I think it's proving, hey, we belong in the playoffs. You don't, and that's how I see it. I don't know about you, Daps. Uh, Texans, minus one, on the road, in Indianapolis. That's my $30 round. Daps, who do you have in your $30 round? Yeah, I was looking at that Texans bet too. I think uh, I think Stroud will come out victorious. Just the culture, a little sneaky, sneaky mm-hmm. team. Yeah. Um, in the in the thirty dollar round, I did something kind of curious. I went Jets Patriots over thirty and a half. Such a low point total. I don't know if that means it's going to go under, but the Jets and the Patriots hate each other. I think they're going to try to score against each other. I think there might be some turnovers. Um, so I, I went with the over 30 and a half. Over 30 and a half. I have to imagine. I mean, I don't have this completely memorized or anything, but where are the, the Patriots have to be in contention for a high pick, right? Like right at the top, aren't they? I think they're in third or fourth right now. Okay. I think they have the third or fourth pick right now. Yeah. I mean, Bill has never been. I mean, I don't even think Bill's job is safe. So he's definitely not. He doesn't tanking. care. Yeah. Right, and um, I don't think he's ever been one to actually like tank, even if he did think his job was safe. So uh, interesting there. The Jets, I mean, probably 
the team that had the biggest roller coaster of emotions the whole year long. I mean, starting back from getting Rodgers. From that point forward, just an emotional roller coaster all the way through the preseason, through the, the regular season, and even as we go into the playoffs, still feels like the Jets should have squeaked in almost. It's just decent quarterback play. If they would have re-signed Flacco, who knows what happens. Obviously, the the Browns are kind of living their uh, Cinderella story right now instead of them. So feel bad. Feel bad for, for you and the Jets fans out there. I feel like you guys deserve better this season. But still have Aaron Rodgers next year to look forward to. So silver lining. Moving on to the $40 round. This is the uh, aforementioned Rams at 49ers game. I did go the other way with this one, Dabs. I took 49ers minus three. Uh, mostly because, yes, Christian McCaffrey is out. I could see Trent Williams getting the uh, the rest day, the veteran rest day as well. Maybe a guy like Kittle, maybe some of the older guys. But I'm. Uh, this is similar to the Ravens, Ravens game. Uh, the Niners own the Rams. That's kind of the way that this division has worked recently. It's uh, just uh, Kyle Shanahan, big brothers, Sean McVay, uh, born out of the same scheme. McVay was an offensive assistant of the Shanahan's very familiar with how they play football, what they value philosophically. I don't know. I mean, I'm going to make the Rams take this from me in a bet, right? The Rams have been playing pretty good football. We, we shouted out a ton of Rams as our fantasy MVPs, but fantasy MVPs do not win NFL football games. Uh, the Niners had themselves a few fantasy MVPs as well, uh, almost real MVPs. I don't really know if those guys have a chance now that CMC is down for week 18. I think that douses his MVP hopes. It uh, looks like Lamar, probably the runaway there. But I am going to take the the Niners here, minus three at home against the Rams. As long as Purdy's in, um, you know, the the backs will, will make do. Uh, Trent Williams is a tough one to overcome. I believe he'll be sitting. That defense should be cooking. We'll get somebody going on offense, whether it's Debo or Ayuk. Uh, so I, I'm going to take the Niners here, but I like that we have a little competitive uh thing back and forth here on this one so most contested game of week 18 and uh daps your 40 dollar game what do you have uh in the 40 dollar i took uh same game as you a different bet colts texans over 47 and a half i like stroud i think the texans will win the game um but the like i said Minshew's just been so versatile and and he's yep. winning all these games they're not supposed to win and um, I think it's just, uh, it's possible. They definitely have a chance. Definitely. This one, uh, you know, if CJ Stroud is playing overs are worth betting on, I think, um, that kid I think has been the most impressive rookie. I don't think many people would argue that point at, at the very least on the offensive side of the ball. Um, absolute stud coming away, making the, uh, the Panthers look like fools taking Bryce young. Now that the season's all but wrapped up, CJ Stroud looks like a force to be reckoned with. I took a week 18 uh, pickup on Stroud. Somebody had dropped him, wasn't going to use him for the playoffs. I picked him up. It's one of those leagues where you can keep him for a fifth. I don't actually think I'm going to. I have better options, I believe, but I didn't want somebody else keeping him for a fifth because I just thought that was way too easy of a call. So why make it easy on my league league opponents? almost called them league mates, but I prefer league opponents terminology. Uh, all right, moving on to the big ones. I, this week, it's, it's kind of a scramble. This one I feel weird about, too. I'm sure there are guys resting, but let's roll the dice anyway. I'm going to Cincinnati. Browns at Bengals. Browns plus six is the line here. Uh, Browns, Joe Flacco, looking like the hottest 
team slash quarterback in the game right now. Uh, Joe Flacco will be resting whether or not he plays or is sat down for this game because uh, he sleeps on the sideline between drives. I don't know if you caught caught that highlight, but dude straight up like falls asleep uh, watching his, his little uh, Surface Pro. Uh, there's something endearing about however old Joe Flacco is playing football out there, uh, you know, granddad Joe Flacco out there. Uh, I don't know what to make of this. Surely there's some some starters sitting for the Browns to be getting six points. That's how I look at it. Uh, Dabs, do you have any thoughts on this game? Uh, and also, who do you have in your $50 spot? I like the Browns. I Again, This this I think this more comes down to um, who is playing, right? Like, are they – I'm yeah. looking at where the Browns are right now, and I don't – even though they have a better record than the Jaguars and the Chiefs, because they're not going to win the division, they're stuck in this five spot. Mm-hmm. So they can't get over the five spot. I think they could fall into the six spot at the moment as the Brown at the moment the Browns are gonna play the Jaguars, and that's the best scenario for them. Going to Jacksonville, good climate, T Law's banged up, right? Um you know, I like that matchup for the Browns. I wouldn't want to move. The Jaguars lose, Texans win. Texans are in the um, Texans are in that spot. So then you're going into Houston. Um, my fifty dollars spot. I took the Bills minus three against the Dolphins. Bills are one of the hottest teams in football right now. Dolphins are banged up. The crazy stat of the week that I heard is that the Bills, if they win this game, win the AFC East. If the Bills lose the game and the Steelers beat the Ravens, remember the Ravens are not playing their starters, Correct. and the Jaguars win their game, the Bills are out of the playoffs. <laughs> and the Jags are pl- and the Jags are playing for the division. So right, now they are right. playing they are playing the Titans, you know, a, a, a division rival. So the Titans, I don't think they're going to lay down, but. Very, very possible for the Jags to beat the Titans and the Steelers to beat the Ravens. So, you know, no guarantees across the board. I think the Bills are going to win outright, but that, imagine being on the line of winning your division and not being in the playoffs. So this is a, this is a game where the Bills are coming out strong. Yeah. Um, I don't think they can. And the Dolphins, by the way, they they don't – not to say they don't want to win this game. Of course, they want to win the division, but – um, they're in the playoffs no matter what the Dolphins, right? So, yeah, yeah, that, that situation for the Bills, you would expect that if you were an AFC South team, maybe an NFC South team, uh, you could expect that in those divisions. It's the AFC East. We talked about this being at the beginning of the year the slam dunk best division in football. I'm sure, that was with Aaron Rodgers potentially healthy all year, uh, which did not happen. But we got ourselves a doozy here because the AFC South is tied completely in knots in week 18. It's a full AFC showdown. Uh, then all the teams are playing each other. Uh, like you said, Jags playing Titans and we got the Colton's Texans game. I mean, again, the math is too hard. I don't know all the tiebreakers between them, but they all have something to play for uh, minus the Titans. They're just playing spoiler. They are eliminated from the playoffs. Uh, that is a wild thing for the bills though. Great fun fact of the week, which will, Lead us into our next fun exercise of the week. Um, oh, shoot. I forgot to write that one down. Remind me what that what that one was, Dash, your $50. Bills minus three. Thank you very much. Also, uh, the Jets released Dalvin Cook today to allow him to sign on with a contender. So somebody might be going into the playoffs plus Dalvin Cook. Dang. 
I mean, Niners have a surprising amount of cap space. CMC a little banged up. Nah, it won't be them. It won't be them. <laughs> I mean, majority of the teams that I'm looking at, you know, they already that are in the the playoffs at least have their running backs kind of solidified. But Cowboys, uh, Eagles, the Chiefs, maybe the Chiefs. Yeah, you're for the sure. Chiefs, I mean, and you're looking like, hey, Pacheco. You know, we look like a different team when he's not available. I don't know if Cooks. Here's the thing. Is Cook that effective? He looked. It's not his fault, but running behind the Jets. Also, line, how about how about the Ravens? Maybe like they lost. A, they lost a kid, Keaton Mitchell. Like they have uh, Edwards, who's solid, but like, why not have a dynamic pass catching back out of the backfield with Lamar Jackson? Like, that's just another weapon for him. So we'll see. It could go anywhere, honestly. Uh, maybe he jumps on the Browns train. Just to, they just keep acquiring players. They acquire a playoff team as they go throughout the season. Maybe um, I don't know. Okay, so that does it for our betting portion of the show. We're going to get into our next fun exercise here, Daps. I hope you're ready because we're going to take your temperature. We're going to do a little heat check here. A little heat check. Today's category will be none other than rushing touchdowns. Daps, these players, this is this year, by the way, uh, these players, we're going to be, you're going to be telling me, do they have more or less, higher or lower than the previously mentioned player uh, before them? We're going to start off, I'll give you the free one, Josh Jacobs, this year, has six rushing touchdowns. My question to you, Daps, <sighs> does Isaiah Pacheco have more or less? Josh Jacobs has six? Six, correct. I'll go with more for Pacheco. Is that your final answer? Mm-hmm. That is correct. Isaiah Pacheco has seven. Seven. Uh, so that is one in the right direction. Daps are 1-0. Going into this game real strong. Let's start it off. The next one. Isaiah Pacheco has seven rushing touchdowns. Does DeAndre Swift have more? Or less. Rushing. Rushing touchdowns. I got to go less. That is correct. He, of course, is vultured by his quarterback on the goal line. So Who has, no who has 15 touchdowns? Yeah, absolutely insane. Um, DeAndre Swift has five, by the way. So he still gets in, but yeah. I mean, pr pretty salty. Uh, I would be having some private talks with Jalen if I were him. All right, moving on. To the next round, Daps is 2-0. DeAndre Swift has five rushing touchdowns. Does Jerome Ford have more or less? <sighs> Jerome Ford has to have more touchdowns than that. Jerome Ford has less rushing touchdowns. He has four wow. rushing touchdowns on the year. Still a winning record so far, though. Daps 2-1. Jerome Ford has four rushing touchdowns. Does Debo Samuel from my San Francisco 49ers, does he have more or less? Debo has more. <laughs> I mean, I put him in the game, didn't I? Of course yeah. he does. Debo has five <laughs> rushing touchdowns. <laughs> it's like, there's uh, no way. There's no way. <laughs> I mean, it does sound crazy, right? If you didn't know I, mean, I put the game together, that sounds weird. I've seen two of his, like, watching games. So I just assumed 
You put him in the game. Jerome's got four. I'm surprised Jerome has four. Listen, I know they have Kareem Hunt. I'm sure Chubb, obviously, I don't know what week he got injured, but he played about a month at least, right, I think. So, uh, yeah. Maybe less? You, was it week three? Week four, maybe, he got hurt? Something he like definitely that. got hurt early. Um, but I, I had Jerome Ford on one fantasy team, and I, I thought he did pretty solid. You know what I mean? Like, there was definitely weeks where he only scored five, six, seven points, but he had 20 or close to it a couple weeks. So I, I was happy I think with his production. That one was deceptive. His production was there. He's one of those guys who gets it done, I think, between the 20 a little bit more with his speed. Uh, for whatever reason, it's hard to just bang it in when you're his uh, profile runner. Anyway, we left off at Debo with five rushing touchdowns. Does this almighty quarterback, the NASA QB stranaut himself, Josh Dobbs, have more or less than five touchdowns, rushing touchdowns? Uh, I'm going to go with more for Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs does have more. He has six, six rushing touchdowns for the QB who can't, he doesn't even have a job anymore. I don't know. Um, Tough, tough career for Josh Dobbs. What do you got to do? I don't know. Uh, Anyway, Daps, you're sitting at four and one right now through five questions. Very good showing. Josh Dobbs has six rushing touchdowns. Does Tony Pollard have more or less? Consensus first round draft pick. We're definitely talking about whether or not he has more rushing touchdowns than Josh Dobbs. Well, the, the thing about him is he's been scrutinized in in a lot of fantasy leagues for the lack of production this year, especially coming from, you know, he's a late first round, early second round pick in a lot of leagues. Um, I got to go less with Pollard. I'm going to go less. And you would be correct, Daps. Uh, you know, I, I think it was a little bit too much to expect for the, a guy who maybe plays better than a backup, but just the snap count that he used to play behind Zeke, uh, the touch count used to be pretty low. To extrapolate that out to a full season's worth of the same efficiency didn't quite work out. Even I, though, would have expected he had more than five at this point in the season. But he has only five rushing touchdowns so far through the season. So you are now uh, five and one, Daps. Next question. Tony Pollard has five rushing touchdowns on the year so far. Does Devon Achan have more or less? Devon a lot of a lot, lot of other guys scoring touchdowns on that team. In case you hadn't noticed, yeah, Achan that that one monster game he had when they scored seventy. I think he had at minimum two rushing touchdowns in that game. Um, I'm gonna have to go with Achan rushing touchdowns. Oh, what is the number five or six or five? Yeah, I'll, I'll give. I know he has more than six touchdowns. I don't know if there's some receiving mixed in there, but I'll go with uh, he's got six rushing touchdowns. You are correct. He's higher, but he has seven. Nice. Finally gave you a little bit of a buffer on one. I've been I've been hitting him like dotting him one one side or the other just by one. Uh give you a little breathing room here. So you are correct. You've only missed one so far. You're sitting at uh six and one. There will be ten in total. So uh let's see if you can sweep the rest of the way there. Devon Achan has seven rushing touchdowns on the season so far. Does Jameer Gibbs have more or less Gibbs is a scoring machine um he's the rhythm in the rhythm and bruise I just I don't know how many of those are receiving touchdowns but uh 
I guess I guess I'd have to go. It's it would be he had he'd have to have eight or more, correct? Correct. All right, I'll go with uh, over on Gibbs. Final answer. Final answer. Yeah. You are correct. You are correct. He has nine rushing touchdowns. Uh, yeah, with Monty on the team and him doing a good amount of receiving, I thought that one might trip you up a little bit, but well done. You sniffed that one out. All right, two questions left. Jameer Gibbs has nine rushing touchdowns. Does Joe Mixon have more or less? Joe Very tumultuous Mixon. season for the Bengals. You know, I've watched a, f- a few games where Joe Mixon scored touchdowns. Um, Joe Mixon, I think, has had a kind of sneaky season. He's been pretty solid. Um, he has. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Mixon having over Gibbs. Final answer. Final answer. Joe Mixon has fewer. One fewer than Jameer Gibbs. He has eight compared to Gibbs' nine. Uh, so that's your second trip up. But hey, you're you're guaranteed at least to see, even if you miss this next question. So already passing with flying colors. I don't know if C is flying colors, but a B would be. So let's see if you can do it. All right. Joe Mixon has eight rushing touchdowns so far on the year. Does Kareem Hunt have more or less? Kareem Hunt has to have less. Kareem Hunt, the Phoenix rising from the ashes this year. (laughs) Another man. We didn't know exactly where he would be. His own little rhythm and bruise situation. I think he's kind of the bruise end of his. He has nine rushing touchdowns. That is one more than Joe Mixon. I had to finish with that one because that one was the one that stuck out to me as super surprising. Well, that's also – that's why Jerome Ford – that's why Jerome Ford wasn't the Nick Chubb of the season is because of Kareem Hunt. So that's exactly it. Uh, 100% Kareem Hunt. Man, he's just one of those guys. Uh, what's going to happen with this guy? I mean, he's undeniably productive, at least on good running teams, uh, but he can get the job done. Uh, that That's the biggest surprise of the game to me. Is there anybody who stands out even close uh, to you? To, you know, on that, that number, that, that, that nine number. On the ground for Kareem Hunt. I mean, maybe the Tony Pollard five being so few uh, is surprising. I don't know. Well, what was the... Who had the most? The most in the game was Kareem Hunt and Jameer Gibbs. Oh, I meant who had the most rushing touchdowns this year as a running back? Raheem Mostert. Blew everybody out of the water. Yeah. 18. Wow. 18 and then 15 is next with Hurts and Allen. You know, the typical two QBs tied for second place in rushing touchdowns thing. Um, for sure. And Christian McCaffrey, MVP candidate, 14 rushing touchdowns right behind them. That's, they're not quarterbacks. I'll just say it. They're not quarterbacks. You're running the ball in as much as you're throwing it in. They're not quarterbacks. Anyway, not not my quarterback, man. I like my quarterbacks. <laughs> like Brock Purdy, <laughs> scrambling around, but don't cross the line of scrimmage, dog. Like throw yeah. the ball, you know? Uh, just kidding. It's all in good fun. Uh, Dabs, you, you ended up seven and three. Well done in this game. I think I made this uh, pretty difficult, actually. Not, uh, I'm not evil like John, where I picked some obscure stat, but I did pick uh, some tough players, I think. So uh, a nice job. Pat yourself on the back. Uh, thank you all for watching Overtime Operators. I've been Casey at 
Niners fan man. Uh, this has been my co-host Daps at Dap Sports. Check them out on TikTok Live 24-7, uh, breaking cards. Uh, get in on all the fun. It's a great experience if you've never done it before. Uh, Daps, do you have any parting words for the people before we're out of here? I wish I had something, you know, profound to say, but I'm just, as a football fan, I'm excited for the playoffs, right? And I'm, I think everybody is, and um, this is a this is a really fun, you know, two months or I guess one month, maybe six weeks for, for football fans where every Saturday, Sunday, there's games and like, everybody's eyeballs is only on one game at a time and this is this is where it gets fun so let's end it with this last question of the day we won't hold you to it just for funsies who's bringing home the lombardi this year uh i have to go ravens right now i can't it's it and and i'm not all about the the you know emphasizing the the number one seed ever I, i think by the way i think the bills are very close to, to being yeah. one of the better teams. Um, but what the Ravens just did to the Dolphins and the Niners, I don't know how you could ar- I don't know how anyone could argue that the only, the only argument that could be made is a matchup, like a scheme matchup where one defense is really, really bad for, for Lamar to handle. But I just, I don't see that happening because Lamar had a perfect passer rating last week he, I, I forget the stat I saw, but um, there's three or four quarterbacks or four or five quarterbacks in history who have had a perfect passer rating three times. It was Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, somebody else, and Lamar Jackson. And so Lamar shares the record as of right now. So one more game and he's got the record. For somebody who is not a quarterback as Lamar's framed, which I've always thought is a joke, um, you know, these old school guys, they... They don't like the fact that he can run. So they, right. they try to put him in a box and what a quarterback is supposed to be. Let me tell you something. A quarterback is supposed to win you games. That's what a quarterback is supposed to do. If, if, if you score six touchdowns, three passing, three rushing, and have 500 yards combined, no one cares that three of them are game. rushing. Like nobody cares. All, all, all champions are remembered by is winning. Winning, winning, win. winning. And listen, Lamar won an MVP. He's about to win another MVP. He's winning. He's winning. And, and if he puts a Super Bowl on top of that, I mean, you're talking about he has won. If he were to win the Super Bowl, he has one Super Bowl win away from Patrick Mahomes' exact statistics. They both have <laughs> two MVPs, and he'll have one less Super Bowl. And they're yeah. they're both, and Mahomes was drafted one year before, so the age gap is not far off, and uh, the Ravens don't look like they're slowing down anytime soon. I mean, the Ravens compared to other teams, what skill players do they have at running back or receiver that you could compare to the to the big the big offensive teams? I mean, not, the Niners have Christian, Debo, Ayuk, Kittle. We're talking about top five guys at every position. The Dolphins, Tyreek. Waddle, Mostert, Achan, right? The Chiefs have the best tight end in the league. I know they're not, they haven't been great at receiver, right? But the Ravens have no way, nobody even close um, on those lists. So Lamar is the MVP, right? And that's why I don't think mm-hmm. you can even talk about Purdy or Christian because, you know, Purdy has Christian oh, yeah. and Christian has Purdy, right? Lamar yeah. does not have another guy in the top five 
on the MVP list. And I don't think he has a top guy on the top 100, right? Like, I don't think there's another guy on the Ravens who's in the top 100 of MVP candidates. I can't imagine. Can't imagine. You're right. Uh, Purdy, McCaffrey both took left turns right before the end of the season. So they're not going to come home with it. Sneaky Josh Allen could get in there. Uh, Hot take. He might not make it to the playoffs, weirdly, but he could be the MVP. Uh, His stats are really good if you look at him out of context from the narrative of the season. I got to tell you, though, the one team I want to see play the Ravens that I think could actually stop them, the unstoppable force meeting the immovable objects of the Cleveland Browns. I think old man Joe Flacco is the team to bring it down. It's interdivision rivalry. You couldn't write it better. The script writers salivating at the mouth. Um, and then uh, I think that lines up with still my uh, Dolphins 49ers prediction for the Super Bowl. So uh, uh, wishful thinking, maybe, but get the Ravens out of here. I- I'd love a love a revenge game against them, but I'd also feel fine not having to play them. Uh, yeah, if, if I'm a Niners fan, I want nothing to do with the Ravens in the Super Bowl. Let's go Flacco, <laughs> baby. Let's go yeah. Flacco. Uh, all right, that's going to do it this week for us, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, We'll catch you next week on Overtime Operators. Bye now. Peace.